Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Yes, welcome to the International X-File Edition. I am Mulder Kolick, and he is Scully Parsons, and we're here at the very haunted place. So, does your house have <laughs> hauntings and creepings? Does, is your refrigerator cold? Does, does your radio show have a crap intro? <laughs> is your refrigerator cold? Then you need to call us. Because we are the stars of uh, ghost hunting. Yeah. 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 We we kick ghosts in the place. Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Yes. So that's us. Anyways, thank you very much for uh, tuning in. And uh, And thanks for listening. And we'll see you all next week. Yeah. So anyways, uh, you guys got the uh, X-Files over there finally, huh? Finally, as of last night, it was like it. You know, it was like it had never gone away. Really, the uh, season finale is next week for us. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you all of the uh, punchline, on, all then. the stories for the rest. Go of on them. then. Yep, so that you can spoil them all. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, don't bother, because I'll yeah. just just get I'll just get um, Lisa to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, that, like you have that power. Ah, nice. Try. Lisa, cut him off. Yeah, nice try. Watch this. Watch this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was and that was wrong uh, all, all I can do is of... all, I, all I can do is press this and, and you're gone. I'll see you later. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh did you like yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was awesome. It was it was like it was just like it had never been away. Same old title, same music and same cool plot lines. I mean, it's starting, I mean, you know, you remember the first one, um, you know, the way it builds. We're still going to see how this story's going to play out, but it's got all of the excitement, all of the elements from the original X-Files uh-huh. from 10, 10, what, over 10 years ago now? I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's just... So, so when's so, the next time it airs? Uh, we have it Monday nights at 9. We, oh, we, we had them put it on at Monday so it didn't clash with Ghost Chronicles International. So it was... Oh, because we have it, the the original ones, when it came out, uh, it was a two-day event, Sunday, Monday. So uh, that was kind of cool. Well, the only thing is, over here, Channel 5 seemed to, I mean, the only thing that distracted from last night's was, um, instead of it being in the old three parts, Channel 5, mm-hmm. uh, the broadcaster over here, was had made split it into five. So we had lots too many adverts. Um, hopefully they'll yeah. address that. But it was it was just so good to see Moldy and Scully back again. Um, you know the same old cast of Cancer Man, Walter. You know they're all there. Uh, uh, very high hopes. And from what I've heard from, uh, no spoilers, but what I've heard from people who have seen it um, who are ahead of us, Ireland are about two weeks ahead of us. Um, it's holding up, and it just gets it just improves. So, very uh, it's, excited. It's very uh, excited. 
it's it's interesting. I can well, say that. Do you know? I, I'm pinning my hopes on this program for another reason as well, because um, when it was originally back uh, back, why well, you looking ago, for a, uh, a cast spot on it? Is that what it is? No, they wouldn't have me. Um, but ten years ago, when it was originally when the series was at its absolute peak. There was a huge number of groups here in the UK, I've probably the same in America, who were looking at X-Files-type phenomena, you know, this idea of um, aliens and conspiracies and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And then it went away. And then they all got into Most Haunted and Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters. So maybe, just maybe, it'll drag a few of the cuckoos back the other side again. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've always... I I think the paranormal is X-Files. Basically, it's the unknown. It's it's not necessarily... uh ghosts they, they did they did some great episodes involving hauntings and ghosts and religious miracles were some of my favorites um, yeah there were some cool ones on that yeah so yeah high, very high hopes hmm. unlike the poor the poor suckers who have found that they've been getting the finally getting the ghost arcs this week really yeah um, did you get these, yours uh, no. Um, all of these people, uh, mine was in the second wave of orders, so it's now been cancelled after the first wave of orders, uh, which are arriving as as we speak in parts of Massachusetts. Um, there's a guy in Massachusetts coming home from work knowing that his ghost arc is on the mat. Um, and you know what? They've was it, was found- it stolen? No. Uh, but what they found is, A, it looks not much like it originally looked. B, they don't work. You mean they don't work? They don't speak to the dead? They don't switch on. <laughs> they don't come on. They overheat when they're charging, and the buttons and the knobs fall off. Um, they uh, hold... uh, didn't, Wait a minute. Didn't you order one? I pre-ordered one for the second wave of the delivery batch. So there's like uh, I didn't get in fast enough for the pre-orders. So uh, you're going to get one of these pieces of crap, too? No, I managed to cancel my order. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What people are saying is that they're not working. They're arriving, and they're either not switching on or they're not operating, that the display is low resolution. The right at the last minute, the speaker was left out. Um, That uh, There's lots of pictures now appearing where the control knobs have just snapped off. Um, and they're already, you know, with it being they America. In the UK? Is that what it is? Uh, they're made in China. Um, well, there are a lot of people who are. Okay. There are a lot of people also. So I never said so in the British Empire. Yeah, that wasn't China. That was just a bit of China. Hong Kong? It was a chunk. And we just borrowed it. Um, we just borrowed some of it for 99 years. Yeah. The, um, but generally. In fact, it's you cannot find a positive comment about the device. Um, one one video uh, produced just an hour ago calls it uh, unhappy. What a pile of mints! He then shows a, a flimsy set of instructions. So, how much does a little uh, pile of mints go for? Um, hang on a second, two hundred and seventy bucks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Kirsten wants to know what the hell we're talking about. So yeah. We're talking about the ghost arc. Uh, yes. The ghost arc. It's been... It, it started off as a, one of these sort of um, 
what would you call them? A Kickstarter project. Um, Promise the Earth. Um, it, it combines a geophone, uh, an EVP, a thermometer. Um, hey, it sounds like any meter. It sounds like a whole load of meters. Um, but, you know, it looks good. Um, you know, from, from the photos that, that the uh, company promoting it had put up but um what people are finding is now it's arriving there's it's just a piece of crap. junk piece of crap and in fact there is one one working one video posted yesterday from a lady uh, which claims to be a working example of the ghost arc but in actual fact what what the uh people have discovered is that whoever this person is she's got no affiliations no friendships no no nothing to any known or existing paranormal group person so they think that that's a planted video uh there's a uh, video i'm looking at from oh it's, it's a well um it's a british one that's arrived oh um uh quote this is from from wales as well so the other half has opened the ghost you? dark no uh, the other half has opened the ghost arc. I stood well back. They tried turning one knob and it snapped off. Oh. The other two, the other two knobs do turn, but oh, only good. if you if you only if you hold the button in. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, and it had the wrong charger. Oh, great. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, we do have a guest, and he's on with us now. So, well, uh, yeah. I, well, I should first of all explain that. Uh, at short notice and very generously, um, yeah. we have. We I have showed Dil- up. I know. Yeah, we 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 have Dylan Jones joining us tonight because our original guest. Uh, uh, what the hell is the Great Britain Ghost Tour? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But our original no. guest, who I'm not going to name because you know, no point. Yeah, it was Billy uh, Roberts, <laughs> psychic medium, suddenly discovered at the last minute, uh, like literally, His house moved. That he was moving house. Yes. I don't live now, here anymore. Oh, now, wait a minute. You know, like, that's not unforeseen, is it? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Sorry, can't make it a moving house. What, you, you know, he could have called Derek Accor and he would have told him that, that he was moving. <laughs> so I thought we'd have a lesson in radio etiquette and production because you, we, we, oh, we all know. Let's as we all know that in addition to being an investigator and um, the great British goat hunt, um, Dylan is also ghost tour. Ghost tour. Ghost, goat, goat tour. Um, Dylan yeah. is also a radio professional, which we consummately just a hunt. Yes, professional. And he's bought a ghost a ghost arc. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> so is he here, or is he just probably uh, in shock yeah. or what? No, I'm trying to get a word in edgeways. Yeah, I think he's in shock. Is probably what it is. Yeah, the knob's broken off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice to be here, actually, and uh, you two. I-, I think you're amazing. You know that you're not a hopeless cause. Totally, not yet, anyway. I try. I really do. <laughs> Working on that. What was that? I'm glad to say that I haven't invested the money in a ghost arc. I I was waiting to see if uh, if Steve got his first. Yeah, Steve fortunately uh, read the reviews just in time to cancel mm. the order. That's a shame. Do you know, unfortunately, I was saying to Dylan earlier today that yeah, inevitably, if they do get this thing fixed and working and, and iron out, you know, the bugs and it becomes a popular device, inevitably, then I've got to go and buy one. Right. Because right, right. The, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't be in a, you know, 
qualified to comment on it or discuss it in any way until I'd had a chance to get hands on with it and, you know, open the covers, have a look inside. So at some point, you know, God willing, I hope it doesn't, but at some point I might have to spend out the money. So, so Dylan, are you, you're a qualified ghost hunter. Uh, qualified? Yeah. Um, yeah, qualified, you know. Can you be qualified in it? Um, yeah, you can. You can. You could just, you know, I'm qualified. I, well, you know, I, I, I many, qualified. You had enough experience that you many, you know, many years ago, I didn't I, say I, you were certified. I, people believe I'm certified, but that's another story. He's got a Ghostbusters patch. Does that count? Yeah, it does. I mean, but uh, so seriously, uh, do you consider yourself a qualified ghost hunter? Um, that's a very good question. I, well, I mean, I, I've done, I did courses, you know, the, the typical sort of um, ASAP course, which is one of the um, organisations in the UK that Steve's going to be well aware of, did their course. Um, and it's something I've been doing for a, for a number of years and obviously with, right. with police investigative experience, so that kind qualified. of thing. So yeah. qualified from an investigative point of view. Um, exactly. But I think, I don't know if Steve will agree with me on this one, that there's a but. Yeah, there always is a but, isn't there? But... It's, Only if you're Welsh, but... But, yeah, there's a multidisciplinary field, and I think that there's lots of people who can bring different things, and I can bring certain skills, but, you know, and Steve brings other ones and so on. So I think we're qualified in particular areas. Yeah, so you're qualified. That was hmm. a long way of saying, yeah, I'm qualified. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's not, you know... I don't know why people like shy off. It's like, oh well, you know, you, nobody can be an expert in ghost hunting. Nobody can be uh, qualified, and no, you know, it's like, well, you, you can be as as much as anyone. Uh, if yeah, you've had a... no. Oh, excuse me. That's the reason. Uh, that, yeah, the reason I say no is because oh, what? you have to take a course in it. That's bullshit. No, because <laughs> ghostology. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but there's a guy there's there's a couple of people been ranting on Facebook this week saying that you know uh that they're sick and tired of people you know join a group leave the group form your own group call yourself an expert the following week you know you're a demonologist blah 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 and that uh, you know there are no experts in the paranormal um it's become it's become fashionable now it's one of those sort of yeah it is but like only, orbs, you know the, i don't believe in orbs, yeah, but the but funny, you gotta see the know, great ones i got do you know what the funny thing is it's the uh, people who have uh, the people who are shouting there are no experts in the paranormal are the ones who've all you know sort of arrived late at the party i guess and are trying to justify their own existence uh, did i say that out loud um and and you know what you can be an expert in paranormal investigation because paranormal investigation is environmental monitoring it's recording sound it's measuring temperature it's taking you know uh, working with people inside in, in uh, taking testimony witness statements documenting that is what paranormal investigation is of course you can't be an expert in ghosts because nobody knows what the hell ghosts are Sorry. but to say you can't have an you can't have an ex uh, be an expert at paranormal investigator is is complete nonsense. Of course you can. Yeah. So all right. So I've, I I have two qualified ghost hunters here on the show, or perhaps one expert and one qualified. I'm not quite sure, but uh, anyways. So I wanted to ask a question: Is there a correlation between EMF and paranormal activity? 
And I find this intriguing because a lot of times I don't believe there is, and then at times I do. So uh, I'm just curious uh, as, as to our expert and qualified ghost hunter, what their, their theories are, or what their opinions are, I guess would be a better way of saying it. Wow. Talk about Steve, silence. you're going to go first or me? Chip, chip. Well, I, I, I do have it there. I'm sure there's a whole chapter in ghostology. There is, actually. And, the, the, and uh, what the chapter basically else. says is that the whole idea for uh, the reason for ghost hunters measuring and being even interested in electromagnetic fields comes down to a guy, Professor Michael Persinger, a Canadian urologist, who suggested that there were links between applying an electromagnetic field at certain frequencies to parts of the brain and this would induce paranormal like experiences and the ghost hunters of course took that and ran with it over the hills and far away um, and turned it into what we have today however his work uh, was challenged by Uppsala University in Sweden who said that in actual fact when they tried to replicate it it really just came down to suggestion and uh, there was no real case to be answered for electromagnetic fields being responsible or implicated in any way um, to do with ghost hunting uh, or, or the creation of or the detection of or uh, ghosts interacting with, talking to, uh, being detected by EMF meters. However... There was, there was very lately, just last year, um, there was another study that sought to replicate Persinger's original work, which said that there was some limited um, evidence from his original studies that the application of localised oscillating frequency electromagnetic fields when applied in close proximity to the temporal lobes of the brain would induce bizarre experiences that people may interpret as being paranormal. Uh-huh. So there is no evidence to link ghosts themselves well, as no, a separate I mean, entity. However, the, the nearby application in yeah. close proximity to the human brain of an electromagnetic field probably does cause um, some people to report paranormal-like under unusual sensations. All right, that's interesting. So uh, let me ask that qualified ghost hunter. Dylan, what's your thoughts on it? And, and don't worry about hurting Steve's feelings. I, I do it all the time. Uh, I, well, I, I, I think I pretty much agree with Steve on this one. Um, and I, I, I saw a lot of people back in the beginning, sort of the early 2000s, <laughs> going out and spending a lot of money on you know, very cheap EMF meters and using it because they'd seen it. Um, on the television shows and, and the, the study that I've just done which is looking at the portrayal of scientific practice um, on paranormal reality TV shows shows that a lot of you know a, a quite a substantial number percentage of the people who are watching it are, are buying these things uh, and then going out and using them because what they've seen on television and unfortunately what they're seeing on there is is not particularly good um and they're, they're, they're just accepting what they're told and then investing money on going and buying it. We're not really understanding what they're doing. I mean, I know a very limited amount about what EMFs are other than from what I've been gleaning from you know, the scientific work. Um, you know, I'm not a physicist. I don't think I ever will be. Um, so I've got a very basic understanding of it. And I, I don't feel capable or able to use them, so I don't. Um, 
because I don't think I could accurately get the data and then make sense of it. I think that's better left to somebody who's got that knowledge, like Steve, um, who can interpret it better. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they, if it can be really sort of taken any further. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, I mean, that's interesting. It's the main line stand. So um, I, I think there is a qualification, a, uh, yeah, qualification, a uh, correlation between paranormal activity and EMF. Uh, no. Are you saying activity or reporting of activity? No, uh, you'll have to define that because that, because that is an oxymoron in itself. No, it's so not. I, no, it's not. What am I? What am asking you? Define are you, you can't are observe you, that. That's totally no. I said reported. What I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying right. is, are you are you saying that there is a link between some anomalous activity, say for uh, example? Or Why can we say paranormal some, activity is a right, nameless par- activity skin right. or something? No, 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 no. All right, paranormal activity. Yeah. Or somebody saying that they feel that there is something paranormal taking place or that they have exper- they have had a personal sensation experience of oh. a paranormal event. No, it's not because that's in, no because that's important because the only I understand research, I understand totally. Well, the only research that exists suggests it's, that it's about yeah it's about the high EMS causing hallucination basically or, well, or, or mimicking sense, the paranormal yeah, mimicking to, paranormal yeah, sensation yeah exactly yeah. and I but understand there is, that that's fine there is zero I, that's there fine. is zero correlation or evidence or. There is nothing that indicates that it is involved directly in or a byproduct of paranormal activity. See, I, I think there is. And, well, there and, isn't. There isn't. How, how can you say that? You just because just, because I've reviewed out. you wanted to I've listen reviewed, to what I was going to say. You just well, say, there oh, there isn't. Well, there, there isn't because why? As because part I'm of, Steve as part of my Christology. it couldn't possibly. Well, I got it my book. In order for it to write ghostology properly, then I had to do the research properly, and I could find. Hello. And I could find no. Yeah, but if I interview you, that's a subjective experience. If you report that something's happened, then that's subjective, and that's originally what Persinger said that people will report a paranormal look-like experience. What we're looking for is is an objective. Did. The EMF meter go off the scale at the same time that the camera recorded the chair zooming across the room, or that the temperature exactly. plunged. Plunge. But That's that doesn't what I exist. Am talking about. It That's doesn't bullshit. exist. It does exist. Bullshit. I've observed it. Uh, so well, you're, you're you, telling me in that case, my observation are false. No, in and that case, therefore, I'm telling. No, but in that case, I will tell you that you're a crappy investigator because you haven't documented it. How do you know what I have done? You have absolutely because done. I could because Did when you I came to me for your fuck no you did because yeah because when I came to look for all of the reviews to find out whether there was any information relating linking EMF to paranormal I don't just throw a bunch of there crap wasn't out there. any I don't throw any crap out there just so that people could say ooh look at that that's ghost well, I think I well, study it that's what your... I do it. And one of the ways that you get around that is that you then publish the information to share it with your peers and have it peer-reviewed. Not unless you have a large enough sample. You should know that as a freaking scientist. I do know that as a freaking scientist. That's why I'm discounting your sample, N equals 1. And you don't even know what the sample is. And once again, you're off your high and mighty horse and, and trying I'll to quote, get out of the ditch. But that's common people working hard to trying to get the facts. You I'll, might learn something. I'll quote you. 
I had. You're using first person. That's N equals one. Very low sample rate, therefore discounted. <laughs> okay. Well, that went well. <laughs> yeah. Should we remember we've got a guess now? <laughs> we, I asked. I was wondering if Dylan's still there. I was trying to remember. <laughs> so, Dylan, was, was, yeah, that sorry. was that professional radio? I just wanted to give this. We, we, what are the, what are the uh, a rating on that? Yeah, we've got we've become the Alex Jones show. It was like being in the nursery, but <laughs> it's like info uh, wars. Yes. Uh, anyway, so that's that's my pet peeve. Anyways, is that okay. uh, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I just I like to put an alternative point of view, and it's most welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do we have another subject, or is, or is that, uh, no? That's it. Okay, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Uh, be sure to tune in next week when we have a, a real guest. Is that guest there? Actually, I'm no. here. I just waited to be asked something. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Somebody says mom and dad fighting. <laughs> okay, so let's let's put on our professional caps and. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, and we'll talk now. Okay. Uh, oh, coming up to the break. What a shame. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dylan Jones, I have a question for you. Uh, I noticed on Skype she says the Great British Ghost Tour. What is that, uh, Mr. Jones? Well, it's a website I started all about ooh, four, five years ago now. And it's just a, a drawing together of all the sort of different accounts of ghost hauntings, um, spectral animals, uh Phantom vehicles from all over the UK. Um, just a sort of a little, a little virtual tour, if you like. Um, and it's, it's something I've just been building up in, in, in sort of my spare time because I, I, I do really like the stories and the folklore from around the, the British Isles. I thought of putting them all in one nice little place and then signposting people uh, off to perhaps the published works to get more details. So that's oh, very simply minute. what it is. Is, is, is that a regular website or is that uh, uh, a Facebook page? It's a regular website, greatbritishghosttour.co.uk. Steve, can you put that on our, uh, our Facebook page, please? Yes. Consider it done. Thank you, sir. Oh, brilliant. You're a, you're a kind gentleman. I am. Yeah. And I, and I actually want to – I'm going to put that in my newsletter because I, I find that intriguing. Of course, I should look at it first before I do that. So, uh, But – all fairness, if it doesn't suck, then I will uh, uh, put it up on my newsletter. Thank you very much. Well, it's, it's been undergoing a bit of an overhaul for, uh, well, about the last six months or so, because I wanted to sort of refresh it and update the colours and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's looking good. And that's going to launch probably in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, it's going to launch? Relaunch, as it were. Yeah. Oh, okay. rebranding it a little bit. Smart but it's still layout. Yeah. Being a bit fresher, but it's still there, still online, and it's older for. All right, cool. That's good. So, anyways, uh, Dylan, yeah, is that um, have you ever appeared on TV? Just curious. I have actually, okay, but it was a long time ago when I was about, um, I think about eighteen. Oh wow, that is a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it's it's about, it's about twenty three years ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. 
I prefer to oh, do the other side. Son of of the that's that's that. the break. That's the break, and I, I totally missed it because I, I found you so intriguing. Anyways, uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, International with the most knowledgeable Steve Parson and the dumbass Ron Kolick, and we're right back after following messages. Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Blassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be. With remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased, we'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous. As we give the awards to the Parrax family. Hi, I'm Ron Kolick from the New England Ghost Project. And I'm Gail Lax from Winslow Studio Yoga and Healing. And we'd like to invite you to a very special event that we're running March 18th through the 20th. At the historic Daniel Inn in Brunswick, Maine. This is a weekend retreat, Gail, right? It is. It's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be all about ghost hunting. And connecting with spirit. Ooh, that sounds fun. And we're going to try new things that have never been done before. And we'll be investigating one of the most historic houses in Brunswick. And your weekend will include some great workshops and energy, all of our paranormal investigations, some wonderful food, and a group mediumship reading as well. And a red light seance too, right? Yes. And you never know who will come through in a red light seance. You never know. And uh, if people were interested in getting tickets for this, how could they do that, Gail? Oh, they can go to our website at www.winsoulstudio.com and go to our events page, and you can put your deposit down. And reserve your space for this amazing retreat. So don't delay on this rare opportunity to spend a weekend with Gail and me as we go in search Search of of spirit. And we're back to the heartbeats. Yeah, to the heartbeats of Van Helsing. And we've got a load of questions in the chat room for Dylan. Dylan Jones, our guest tonight, ex-qualified paranormal investigator. 
um, ra- radio celebrity, and apparently was on the television a long time ago. It was uh, a long time ago. Yeah, I'd heard well, them as well. I did. Yeah, we, we, were just, we were just we're just going to hear that before the break, but well, we'll get back to the television. Me, but I want to deal with the questions in the chat room because our three listeners are the most important people that we have. So. <laughs> Briefly, besides, I don't have an opinion anyways. Besides, uh, right, uh, three quick questions, and you've got ten seconds to answer each from Kirsten in the chat room. Okay. What uh, Should we do it backwards then, because the, the last one is clearly going to require uh, a long answer. What yeah, got you involved? What got you involved in the first place? Simply Ghostbusters, 1984, eight years old, mum taking me to the pictures to watch it. I was hooked. Simple as that. And ah, he still cool. is, because he's got a huge collection of ghost hunters. So, did you go out and build your own ghost trap? Um, probably as a child, yes, but ah, um, cool. it was great, brilliant. Telephone call from the dead. Right, did next. Light <laughs> did it light up? No, it didn't, unfortunately, but the one oh. I've got now from Mattel does. Oh, cool. you've, got the, you've got the Mattel one? Yeah. You rat. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what have been some of your paranormal experiences? Oh, that's a that's a tough one because yeah, I think in retrospect, remember I'm listening. Yeah, you don't sort of think that now. Looking back, perhaps they were paranormal. But I think the first experience that sort of got me interested was that uh, my uncle passed away when I was uh, seven years old, and I woke up during the night, probably about um, six months afterwards, and thought I saw him standing in the room, and then faded away. But that could have been just an experience where you wake up having dreaming and seeing something. So oh, I don't know if I could put that under as paranormal. A couple of odd things happened at Lancaster Manor in South Wales. Um, so, yeah, a couple of interesting things there. But whether they were paranormal, I think they were perhaps just unexplained. Did your parascience training teach you not to over-rationalise? Oh. Yeah, but... Yeah, <laughs> just saying... Just saying. Just reminding you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I have to take this course. Just just report the facts. So I can do things properly. <laughs> next question. Right, and your next question is, uh, what have you discovered that feels, uh, that you feel brings you closer to the truth? The truth of what? I don't know. As a rather... It's a very X Files question. The truth is out there, right? The truth is out there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's behind you. I tell you what. I tell you what. I that what did make me bring me closer to truth was becoming a policeman and realizing that people make terrible witnesses, Mm. and that you can't believe everything that they say. Which is why I discounted. That's why I discounted. You know, the N equals one. Account earlier. The RK equals one. No, it's N equals one. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I think that clears up. So, Dylan, you were about to tell Ron before we broke for questions. Hmm. Uh, your television appearance, age 18, with a full head of hair. It was, yeah. Um, it was on a programme uh, on one of those ITV early morning chat shows. Um, with John Stapleton, I think. Do you remember God. him? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was literally it was on Ghosts and the Paranormal, and uh, went over to oh, cool. uh, to Bristol on the train to do that, um, and then did get filmed for a, a very short-lived BBC Wales program called Index Two Thousand, and that would have been in about nineteen ninety 
four, mm-hmm. um, where they followed us up to Plankirk uh, Vale Manor again on a, on a bit of a ghost hunt. Oh, I thought you were talking about whales, whales. Huh? Like the ones that are in the ocean. No, 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 no. No. Oh, oh you have interest in oceanography, so, too. It's like, oh, that's cool. Well, hang on. While we're on the subject, then, Ron, what was your first television appearance? Oh, God, I've been on too many. Go on, then. Since I was a kid, I've always been on TV. Go on, then. I think it was American Editions. Da, 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 da. Pony boy, pony boy, won't you be my pony boy? Yep, that was it. Really? So, yeah, move on. What's up? Okay. I'm just remembering back to mine, which was uh, aged 14. Ah. Le- leaping out of a tent and a sleeping bag to look for flying saucers. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> cool, yeah. So how'd you get out of TV? I mean, how'd you get that out was, of TV? Well, it was a big BBC documentary were doing yeah. stuff on uh, British UFOs and British ufology. And at that time, uh, as a 14-year-old, I was a member of the school UFO group, uh, oh. which was... Uh, oh, they actually my UFO groups in school? Yeah, we did in our school. And uh, cool. my, my job, because I was the aeroplane geek, uh, was to basically sit there with an airband radio and a pair of binoculars and go, nah, that's an aeroplane. Ah, that's an airplane. Nothing's changed. It's just like, you know, nah, it's not a ghost. That's an airplane. Nah, it's not a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, nothing's changed. Still spoiling it for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No party pooper. (laughs) Yeah. But once he gets his ghost sock and is able to verify all these sightings, then, you know, it'll be exciting. You know, wouldn't it? I would love, I would just love there to be a device that comes along and finally, you know, gives us something. You know, it's all very well. People think I'm a party. What do you want? What do you want? You know, what I want is what Houdini wanted. Something tangible that we can get hold of, that we can look at, that we can examine, that we can, that we can. Do you know if it all? Doesn't I, exist. Well, then you're, you've you've wasted your entire life. Be, uh, well, then I become bitter and twisted. But Houdini, yeah. you know, what are we all in it for? I want to see a ghost. I I like being in haunted buildings. I like the the possibility that I might genuinely one day have an experience that will blow my mind. And do you know what? I've, had, I've come close. I've definitely come close. There have been... You've had some you, great experiences. Why, we've why had some, accept I've had some... I do accept them, and I, I, I revel in every single one of the memories of them. I just... But isn't it like, you know, thrill-seeking? You want more? You want more? But that's the whole... I mean, when I do it, I don't do it because... I'm just being human. I, I'm, I'm doing it because I want to understand it. That's the key. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I've seen That's... I've seen apparitions. All right, and and not you're not looking for them, just an incidental. Things and and that's interesting and I find that intriguing and I've had experienced other things that that I find intriguing. But I want to find how does this all work together? What what you know? Is there any correlation between EMF and ghosts, for instance? And uh, you know, other things like that. You know, it, it's it's trying to understand, but not just, you know, just it's good to be skeptical, but you've got to have an open mind. If you just close your mind, then you, you're going to miss that correlation. It, although how minor it may be, you'll miss it. You just pinched the whole of my interest in ghostology there. Oh, yeah, right. Like <laughs> a red book. 
Like finally, I was going to say, like finally, you've read it. No, I yeah. mean, I, I know we've said many times that we are. You've done the boot Steve. They are. They are the. You know, they are reasons why that I did it too. I want to understand. I'm not interested in belief. You know, it's not a question of belief. Right. But ultimately, you know, how did we all get into it? You know, we got into it because, hey. We want to have an experience of our own. We want to understand that's, it by that's, having that's an true. Well, it is because the way, the best way to understand an experience is to. Oh, that's it. that's true, and that p- is to have your is. own. But we that's all, not, yeah, you know, quit the altruism. We all want to see a ghost. I mean, because that, why, why I got my degree in environmental science? Because if you know environmental science, it's not a one subject discipline it, it covers all theologies basically and you know because i'm curious i'm curious about everything you know you know climatology oceanography all that crap you know physics biology i, I i'm interested in it you know maybe not enough to be disciplined in one particular field but i'm curious about it all and that's kind of why i'm in the ghost hunting because I'm, I'm curious i want to understand it. i'm trying to understand this place we live in exactly and what we experience it's 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 an aspect. It's a fascinating aspect of our humanity that people see ghosts. It is, and and that's the interesting thing. And, and you know, and you've said this a million times. It's it's not like it's a new phenomenon. It's been going on since man's been around. Exactly, and I I want my share of it too. And part of that is, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings as well, and we all want to see a ghost. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I'm I'm not saying that it's just a scare thing. You know, don't don't get me wrong, but I'm in well, it. Well, that's to what see I was go- getting from it. So I, I, I yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm in it because I want I want to have that experience. And when you've had that experience, and we both have, and Dylan has, we want we want more. We because the more times you experience something, the better you understand it. But ultimately, it comes down to you know you've watched the films, you've read the books. Mm-hmm. You're fascinated by the accounts. You want to go out, and that's what's driving most people ghost hunting. They're watching ghost hunters. They're watching most haunted. They're watching Zach running around. Although he's demolished the building now, hasn't he? Yeah, that's a shame. Well, you know, yeah, well, that just happen. means yeah. Well, you see, that's a clever marketing move. Yeah, because nobody yeah. never go back and prove it. So wasn't. we still have a guest here, by the way. I know. I was going to ask a question then. What building did he demolish? <laughs> What has he done? Uh, it was a uh, supposedly the demon house or whatever the hell it was. You know more about it than I do, Steve. Well, he, he, there was a house. I forget where it was now. Was it Florida Way? Um, whatever. Uh, L.A. could be any warm yeah. and sunny. It's spiders. Just pick a spot. Yeah, it, it's, got, it's got sunshine and spiders. Um, and... <laughs> He he bought it because it was the most haunted house, you know, in America. He investigated it. He said it was terrifying, and then he pulled it down, which is brilliant marketing because yeah, you sell the pieces of it. Well, not only that, he can I'll redevelop. The, he'll he'll redevelop the land for sure uh, and make a huge profit as a property, a realtor, property developer. However, nobody can ever go back, revisit the property, and go, he was wrong. <laughs> because he's destroyed the evidence. Yes. Which is brilliant marketing. I think that is an absolute masterstroke. Although, Ron, if you come over here, you can now buy, because uh, it's on the market, Britain's most haunted house. Remember, we've spoken about the cage on a couple of occasions recently. Yeah, yeah, the uh, in there, whatever the hell it was. It's uh, for sale. Cool. So uh, if you. Yeah, you if buy you, it? Uh, I'm waiting to talk to you about that when I come over in the autumn. Oh, excellent. 
Excellent. See if we can do one of those um, uh, money-making NFL game scam things that you do. Each oh, week. yeah, we can do that, I'm sure. We could do a Kickstarter on it, Steve. Kickstarter, there you go. People spend money. No, you know what you got to do is you got to trap a, a dog in the basement and then do a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, you know, everybody will save the dog. Uh, so I got to buy the house to save the dog. Although, wait a minute, we, th- there's another angle to this. We could say, oh, this is good. This is good. Oh, this is really good. There's a ghost of a little boy and his dog there. And <laughs> he's in terrible distress because nobody visits him. So we have to buy the house so that we can open it up to have people visit him so he can be happy and the little dog can be happy. What do you think? It's rubbish. <laughs> wow! Rubbish? Dylan, what about you? I, I, I would try it, Ron, just to see what Thanks, happened. Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. I would give it a go. Yeah, thanks, Don. I appreciate it. He's just still mad at me. Telephone calls from the dead again. <laughs> yeah, I'm checking this out. What this is? This is. Uh, oh it's yeah. Not Cal- it's not Cal. Is it? Oh, please let me on the show. I'm not moving it, out. It's it's pro life. See? <laughs> See? How could how could you ask for anything more? You talk about coincidence, serendipity. We're talking about saving children, ghosts, and we get pro life. See? So they were they were probably calling to write me a big check to start this off. Hang on, I'm just, just returning to our guest here because I was just checking the chat room because Kirsten's made a couple of comments. But Dylan just made an interesting one. See, the ancient Ram has a wonderful atmosphere. Now, the ancient Ram Inn is one of Britain's, another of these Britain's most haunted houses by reputation. Yeah. I saw that lived, in, lived in by an ancient gentleman who now requires uh, some additional social care to help with his um, uh, needs. Yes. And his... What do I say it's been in the papers this week that uh, carers are refusing to enter the property alone. Mm. Now, I've been to the Ram, and I, obviously Dylan has, because he's just written in the chat room, the ancient Ram has a wonderful atmosphere. Uh, now, Ron, obviously you haven't. Uh, so, oh, Thanks. Rub it out, why don't you? Oh, it's <laughs> a wonderful place. It's fantastic. <laughs> hey, what did you make of it, though? Because, you know, this bedroom, it, it has a bedroom in it where apparently, you know, like all hell breaks loose. There's an incubus and God knows what there. Um, so uh, I fell asleep in there and nothing happened. It's like it's like a, a Hammer Horror set from the 1960s. It is. But so I fell asleep. You slept through all the paranormal activity? Oh, my was, God. No, we had cameras. like well, a rock. But, what do you mean? How do you know you were sleeping? We had cameras and sound recorders. Yeah, but what if they were, like, invisible to the spectrum of light that only can be experienced by a, a living person? Uh, good point. I'm just saying. Good point. I'll, I'll invent the ghost, uh, uh, I don't know, ghost uh, can't have an ark. They have a ghost, a, a ghost garden of Eden for it. What, what gave him the name ark? Anyway, back to the ram. Yes. Oh, yeah, back to Dylan. Do you know, I spoke to the man who, who runs the, the Ram, and he actually... I mean, it was he, he bought it with his wife uh, back in the 70s, mm. uh, 60s or 70s, uh, as a business enterprise, as a guest house, and it, it, didn't, it didn't get off the ground. Really? Uh, um, then he, there was some marital disharmony. He was left with the property, and then, then he discovered it was haunted. Now, I'm not saying that, you know... The two are linked. 
Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, they are. They are. I think there's a. Like, what, like are you the base, case, what are you base well, this opinion on? I'm just curious. Well, several visits, but but uh, like with the Cajun since Ossif, uh, this this last week gone, the the lady Vanessa who owns it has been actively promoting it as should be purchased by someone in paranormal industry. I'm hearing uh, ghosts trying to speak. Did you hear that? It was like Marconi, something. It sounded like no. somebody had a mobile or something too close to the cage. You heard that, right, Dylan? You heard that. We're talking about the cage, and, and we get that. So that must be the cage trying to contact us again. Uh, uh, Teddy was Link, I think. What do you think there, Steve? We'll put out a call, Ron. Yeah. I, I will. I will. Where's Cal? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the Ram in. I mean, I, I, obviously, Ron, you've never been there. It's so full of but let me say to everyone listening, I have not been into the Ram Inn, okay? We've got that by. Yeah, right? but you do it to me with the Hooten Mansion week after yeah, week but, after week. Oh, you bring it up. Yes, go on, Dylan. Sorry. Yeah, but, sorry, though, this place is just rammed with junk, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> yeah. Ram, it's unbelievable. Cool. And it's Ram, so closed like, in and oppressive. It's full of, it's full and of dark. It's full of crap. It needs a bloody good clean out. The yeah. guy, there is, there is. I mean, the spooky bedroom is only spooky for the fact that you know, you, you need things dis- crawling in it. You, you need disinfecting if you spend any time in there. To be honest, there's lots of stuffed animals in there. But John, the owner, is a really nice man. Uh, I spent several hours sat up. Everybody else had sort of disappeared into quiet corners of the building, and he's a bit of a nightbird. And I, I spent a long time talking to him. He's a really interesting old old guy. Um, fascinating yeah. to talk to. And do you know what? You start to get the distinct impression from John um, that he doesn't actually think it's um, that haunted either. Really? No, I'm only reading between the lines, but you know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But you, you know. that well. I, I know that. But you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It'll probably be in your next book, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so in the books, how's yours getting on, Ron? Yeah, fine. Uh, Mari, Mari broker typing hand, so there's no typing going on. So you're they, an expert. Can't you like step up and do some? Are you serious? I type with one finger. Uh, so <laughs> moving right along, uh, Dylan. Yeah. In this site, the uh, the uh, British uh, whatever the heck this thing is, uh, the Great Britain Ghost Tour. What what is your your favorite pl- places uh, here in that website? Oh, crumbs. Um, there are so many. Um, there are some great places. Because I'm from Wales, there are some oh. great places in Wales. Uh, Caldecott Castle um, is a fantastic... Oh, I'm going there in April. Oh, are you? It's yeah. lovely. Uh, I, I, I'm going to your old group's AGM. Oh, right. Um, moving swiftly on. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, then there's Llancarifel Manor, of course. That's a, another great one. Uh, uh-huh. and, no, why, uh, why, why are these great, though, Dylan? I mean, what particularly makes them great? Firstly, the history. Because Ron can't say the name. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we'll have a lesson in Welsh on another programme. Um, the, oh, we're the, having the back on. Who said we're having Dylan back on, Rod? Have you been talking on Skype again? What? <laughs> well, Dylan's under the impression he's coming back on. I thought he was only the stunt double for Billy Roberts. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm talking to Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, what makes these locations great? Firstly, the history. They've got some fantastic history connected with them. Um, it goes back hundreds of years. 
Um, then, of course, there's the, the accounts of what people have seen. I mean, some of these places, they've got accounts that date back many hundreds of years. Unfortunately, there are also accounts that are, are very recent and have clearly um, been, uh, let's just say, a little um, over-exaggerated. Uh-huh. Um, there's one example from Flancarifel Manor where a woman came up to me and she told me that she'd categorically seen the figure of a woman who is the spitting image of one that appeared in one of the paintings in the house. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that particular painting was actually made up. It was just out of, you know, look, we need a painting. It needs to look something like this. Um, that was painted to a, a brief so that, that that figure could never have existed. And unfortunately, those little stories then get added to the accounts and they get fudged. But apart from that, um, some other great places. Um, London's got some fantastic... Went to, went to the Tower of London um, a week ago on Saturday. Unfortunately, didn't see anything. Um, but again, the history for that place is fantastic. I would love to spend some time in there. So let me ask you this, Dylan, and, and just curious, because how do you distinguish... You know, you, you said that one was, you know, outrageous thing. But do you still document that or is it just you just totally discard it? Document that, it. Definitely put it in the documentation. OK. OK, very good. Just curious. That's right. That's OK. No, no, no. Curiosity is good because the truth is out there. Unless you're a cat. <laughs> That's catchy. That's catchy. We should use that for something. I think Curiosity you should. Like that You've got to bear in mind, curiosity is not so good if you're a cat. <laughs> yeah, well, you get nine lives. So. Anyway, Dylan, as we draw towards the, as the, the night draws in, and yes, the show draws near, much to the relief of the listeners, um, can you... <laughs> and Dylan. <laughs> yeah, and Dylan. And, and in fact, if we're honest, and the hosts too. Um, can you just remind people where they can find details of the Great British Ghost Tour? Certainly. If you go online and uh, just simply type in greatbritishghosttour.co.uk, you will find the website. And there's also a Facebook page for it as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we definitely got to... i got to put that on our page if Steve hasn't it's already. It's been done. Oh, very good. Good, man. Long, Brilliant. Long, long well done. Well done. Thank you. So, Ron, what are your plans for the next upcoming week, apart from um, April? I, I've got actually a lot of things, and then uh, going on. In fact, uh, in March I have, of course, that event we're going away on the uh, retreat, paranormal retreat, which is going to be a blast. So you get to speed a whole, spend the whole weekend with me, morning, evening, and day. Oh yeah, and then uh, I am doing, which I've got to speak to you about, a uh, Victorian. Um, Evening of Victorian table tipping with uh, somebody, uh, a some medium. So that that should be fun. That's interesting. What do you do? You like uh, table tipping, Dylan? I've only ever tried it yeah. twice, uh-huh. um, and nothing happened. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I, I had a laugh. I, I, oh, there's the uh, pizza from the dead, the doorbell pizza from the dead. I had a laugh. I was on uh, looking for uh, some photographs to use on some. Uh, uh, brochures and stuff and so i was looking through the net and they had this uh table tip of some uk group uh table tipping and so i i put the video on and uh i couldn't stop laughing because what they had was a a tv tray 
Do you know what a TV tray is? Is it in the UK the same as in the US? Exactly the same. I know exactly the table you mean. So, so you know what I'm talking about for a table, yeah. right? It's okay. one of these little. Um, just for anybody who isn't familiar, it's a little plank of wood with four with an X uh, fold out X legs. And the, and they're all raving about this table tip. And, and guess which way the table is tilting? Well, the the wobbly way. The wobbly way. <laughs> the incredibly <laughs> unstable table. And I, yeah, it was really, yeah, you know, that's the one I want to use when I go table tipping, something that if you breathe on it too hard, it's going to move. Uh, so anyway. My, fav- my favorite was at Barclay Castle watching ashtray divination. I kid Ooh, you. I, I like that. Yeah, so until you see it. Yeah? Yeah, it sounded, it sounded really interesting. But what they were actually doing was pushing an ashtray around a table with letters around the edge. Oh, that's so exciting. I know. I, I picked up. They got a demon, though. Oh, good. There you go. So, uh, oh, Dylan, if you're running to demons, we're almost out of time. Have you uh, seen no. any demons? No? No, none whatsoever. Would you, would you like to? Um, yeah, why not? Yes, okay, good, good. we'll give it a go. Yeah, go over to Steve's house. Yeah. At least he's made the effort to come over to Steve's house, right? I, I, I think he has one in a jar that he keeps in a jar in his, his study. Demon yeah. in a jar. Yeah, it's got your face on it. <laughs> so, Dylan, uh, Dylan Jones, we want to thank you so much for being on the show and putting up with us. We do apologize. And thanks also to I apologize Billy for my behavior. I know Steve won't because he's British. So, it's been uh, a pleasure as always. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize uh, for being right. Yeah, right. That's what I said. Because you're British. Uh, so, anyways, there's the music. We got to go. So, thank you so much. Uh, check out Dylan's website, the Great British Ghost Tour, and uh, his Facebook page. And thank you so much, my friend. And uh, check out Ghostology and whatever else Steve does. I'm sure it's got to be the best. Yeah. So, till next time, good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. Thanks, Dylan. Good night. Thank you. Good night. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.